This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. 12.03, Tuesday afternoon, November 22nd. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on the Noon Business Hour, presented by the Village of Bedford Park. I'm Rob Hart. Thanksgiving is a very traditional holiday, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't get some high-tech help to make that happen. We'll cover that in our next segment. Right now, Best Buy feeling good as it heads into the crucial holiday shopping season. We're joined by Jan Rogers-Niffin, CEO of J. Rogers-Niffin. Niffin Worldwide, based in New York. Jan, thanks for joining us today. Uh, Best Buy shares uh, rising as they've uh, revised their expectations up. Well, let's talk about their uh, latest report. What's the good? What's the great? Well, first of all, I think Best Buy is doing a great job. And I think the CEO, Corey Berry, has done a great job since she's been there. And of course, they benefited from all of the electronics we bought during the downturn or the COVID problems. And now they're getting hurt by the flip side of that because people are not needing as much electronics. So, yes, they had a great report today compared to expectations. The stock reacted well, and it would have been a terrible report any other time because it was down a whole lot in sales versus last year. But the inventories were also down a whole lot, and everybody was really worried about the inventories. Their inventories were down 15% from the... So where are they positioned going into the holiday season, especially if uh, last year the the lag in sales was part of, you know, maybe some purchases were carried forward because uh, customers had nothing better to do except buy more gadgets, and uh, stuff wasn't available last year. What, What can we expect for the holidays at a Best Buy? Well, Best Buy is expecting a down fourth quarter as far as their sales go. They don't think that's where the consumer is, and neither do I. The consumer's buying plane tickets. The consumer's buying luggage to take on the plane. The consumer's buying clothes to put in the luggage. The consumer's buying clothes to go out to events. And they're buying cosmetics and accessories and shoes to go with all that. And they're not buying electronics. However, they're really well positioned at Best Buy for this event So they've got their inventories down, they've got their sales plan down, and they've got strength versus other retailers in the same space. But electronics is not going to be good for holidays. What is the uh, life cycle of electronics? Because the first round of COVID purchases, a lot of that stuff is going to turn three years old come February, March, and April. And is that the time when people start thinking about buying the next product? It will be interesting to see because you've got the life cycle right, which would tell you that even though fourth quarter is not going to be good for electronics, next year, beginning next year, could be if the consumers got any money and if we're not in a recession and if inflation is not running 8 or 9%. I think probably it will be good because I think all of those things may not happen in 2023, but that's what all the investment community is worried about. 
Is that going to be the story of the holiday season, going back to the people want experiences versus stuff that uh, people will be gathered around the Christmas tree on December 25th and opening up an envelope of plane tickets and a hotel receipt as opposed to uh, some sort of uh, walking, talking gadget? Well, that's an interesting question because the number one gift is going to be apparel this holiday season, and the number two gift is going to be a gift card. The number three gift is probably going to be a trip. So, yes, that's what's going to happen, and that's where the money is going to go. And remember, if you're paying 20% more just for your Thanksgiving dinner, and you're paying 13% more for groceries the rest of the time, and you're paying 7 or 8% more for everything else, you're going to be stretched going into the holiday. But I still think we're going to see a positive 7 or 8% for holiday spending. But that means flat as far as the number of things you go out and buy. Jan Rogers Niffin, CEO of J. Rogers Niffin Worldwide, based in New York. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Coming up, using technology to make Thanksgiving easier. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. As you prepare for this week's Thanksgiving feast, there are devices and gadgets that can help with the big meal and beyond. Let's check in with Jennifer Jolly, Tech Life columnist for USA Today, founder and editor-in-chief of Techish.com, based in San Francisco. Jennifer, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Uh, What are some of the kind of big gadgets that can really help out uh, this Thanksgiving week? And and what is the greatest area of need? Well, those are... Awesome questions. The best gadgets, the most helpful gadgets, are the ones that you already own. I'm not saying, hey, run out and buy a new gadget because you need it for this or that. We all are walking around with smart personal assistants built into our cell phone. So let's just say Alexa because something like eight out of every ten people have an Alexa-connected speaker. So you can ask recipes. You can add items to your shopping list, set reminders to buy gifts. Once your guests arrive, just ask Alexa to put on your favorite holiday play, Amazon Music or Spotify. You can even use it to play fun party games like Heads Up or even to keep track of Santa. So use what you already have. That's tip number one. And then there are some uh, cooking apps uh, that you could download um, and maybe get one little piece of hardware, maybe a probe for a a meat thermometer so you're not constantly... opening and closing the oven or opening and closing the smoker outside and letting all that heat out and uh, extending the cooking time by a couple of minutes. Yeah, sous vide precision cookers are all the rage, especially if you're looking at frozen gadget or frozen uh, frozen gadgets. That would be even weirder to cook your frozen gadgets. But if you're looking at frozen foods, the sous vide cookers, the Innova Culinary uh, Nano Sous Vide, that's under $100 on Amazon if you have Amazon Prime. And those cookers circulate water at a temperature that you set to perfectly cook everything from turkey to fish to vegetables to eggs. Whatever you're doing, you can kind of set it and forget it. So you don't have to spend all day in the kitchen. You can actually enjoy your family. Two years ago, when everybody was encouraged to uh, stay home, not have the big family gathering, I know uh, once dinner was over, uh, there were uh, uh, Skype calls and Zoom calls uh, with uh, relatives mm-hmm. hither and yon. Um, and, and you could still keep up that tradition for people who don't want to make the trip for various reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Video calls will be huge on Thanksgiving Day, the days leading up and after. So try to make a time 
that's not the most congested time. Like, don't do it at, you know, 5 or 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day, the time when most people are eating. Or, you know, just plan around the hours that could be busy and that you could uh, have some dropouts, extra dropouts and things like that. And then set that video camera on something. Don't just hold it in your hand and and go all Blair Witch Project with it. That's another (laughs) tip is put that camera down somewhere. We're not trying to make people, you know, feel like they're going to be sick right after Thanksgiving meal. We have trouble with that already. Put that camera down. Yeah, we have a. You, we're having a, a family conversation in uh, in motion sickness <laughs> vision, which is always yes. a, a, a great a great moment. And then, lastly, and very quickly, uh, if you got a lot of food on the floor, uh, either get oh a dog God. or get a Roomba, or both. I mean, they can both work just fine. Yeah, those uh, robot vacuum cleaners are just fantastic. There are tons for sale. Uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, early deals. I know Target, Walmart, even Amazon. Uh, Definitely get one of those, plug it in, get it warmed up. You know, it takes a few days to really map your house well. Uh, Make sure the kids clean up their Legos. Those are never fun. And yeah, that's perfect. You can even use things like smart TVs and uh, smart video players to just put on all your best photos from the year and just have those rotating like a slideshow. Lots of little tips and tricks to get more out of the tech that you already have. Jennifer Jolly, Tech Life columnist for USA Today based in San Francisco. Thanks for joining us today. Your daily transaction for useful information. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Yesterday was opening day as the candidates for mayor of Chicago began filing their nominating petitions. Let's discuss the crowded field with Greg Hines, columnist for Crane Chicago Business. Greg, thanks for joining us today. And that uh, crowded field of candidates for mayor of Chicago got less crowded yesterday. Yeah, one candidate dropped out. That's Ray Lopez, the uh, alderman from the uh, 15th Ward. Uh, he uh, had not raised very much money. Uh, he'd not been able to, to uh, uh, get enough, much name recognition out there or, or get a, get himself known to most Chicagoans. So he decided to uh, stay home and run for re-election in the 15th Ward, where uh, the ward is not different than the old one. He faces a pretty tough test, so he's going to concentrate on that. There are uh, two lanes uh, among the challengers trying to uh, deny Mayor Lightfoot a second term. There's the progressive lane, and then let's just call it the public safety lane. And is there anything we have learned from the midterms over now three weeks ago, uh, the midterm results, especially in Chicago, that is informing kind of the contours of the contest as we go in the next year? Well, a couple of things. Uh, First, I would add a couple other lanes. There's clearly a fight for... uh, who's going to get the African-American vote, the black vote. Uh, there's several black candidates here. There's a dispute there. Um, I also think there's kind of a conservative, uh, moderate lane available that Paul Vallis kind of has to himself. While the progressives fight on one side, he has that part of it together. And there may be more progressive voters in Chicago than there are conservatives. There are some conservatives or, or, or relative moderates. Uh, and uh, he seems to have a shot at pulling them on his side because nobody else is really competing for that. Uh, now, the, uh, your point about crime is well taken, I think, Rob. Uh, that was a big issue in the uh, in the uh, general election. The Republicans tried to make a, a huge thing about it. Darren Bailey and his friends had lots of ads. It didn't work. Um, there's a theory that uh, it didn't work because there were other things that people were concerned about them, like, like abortion rights, for instance, uh, and that people don't really associate uh, crime 
uh, and, and enforcement with with gubernatorial candidates and the way they do with candidates for mayor, right, where people, you know, if uh, if 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 somebody gets mugged on their on their street and they want to know what the mayor did about it, what the alderman did about it, we'll see. Uh, I think we're going to hear a lot of discussion about it, and it'll be up to the voters to decide whether that's an important issue to them or not. But I, I suspect they will. Greg Hines, columnist, Crane Chicago Business. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. A little update on the race for mayor in the city of Chicago. The petition filing window is now open. The election is in February. And uh, if you thought campaign season was over after Election Day earlier this month, think again. Still ahead in Travel Tuesday, tips for family, airplane, and road trips this week. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Chicago's News Traffic and Weather Station, News Radio 105.9. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good afternoon. I'm Rob Hart. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. A man is found dead after a fire in a Chicago home described as having hoarding conditions. Airports are packed. Roads getting busier as the Thanksgiving travel rush gets underway. On this Travel Tuesday, with a lot of families heading out of town this week, we'll get help in making car and plane trips tolerable or possibly even enjoyable. And there's a call out to older Americans to join the restaurant industry. WBBM Business, the markets are higher. The Dow is up 336 points. The NASDAQ up 93. The S&P 500 is up 40. 49 degrees right now in Chicago under mostly sunny skies. Going up to a sunny 50 today. It's 1231. Topping our news at the half hour. A man is dead after a fire in the Humboldt Park neighborhood this morning. Crews responded to the 1800 block of Sawyer just before 6 o'clock this morning and found heavy flames coming from a two-story home. The victim is a man in his 70s. He was found on the second floor. This is Chicago Fire Department Assistant Deputy Commissioner Donald Walker. This guy was a hoarder that we had um, trouble doing searches. It's just hard to do a search when the conditions are like that. One firefighter suffered a minor injury after falling off a ladder. The cause of the fire is under investigation. The Thanksgiving travel rush is underway. This is CBS News transportation correspondent Chris Van Cleve. More than 2.3 million who passed through TSA checkpoints Sunday topped the same day in 2019. Omar Adris oversees United Chicago Hub at one of the country's busiest airports. It's the most important holiday of the year for us. Airlines know this week is a big test. United is moving nearly half a million people a day, and so far, so good. The FAA expects today to be the busiest travel day, with around 48,000 flights scheduled. It's 12.32. The noon business hour continues, presented by the Village of Bedford Park. Markets are higher today. We're joined by Michael Palumbo, founder of MJP Capital, author of the book Calculated Risk, based in Chicago. Michael, thanks for joining us today. It sounds like uh, the markets are making a pretty aggressive move to the upside in the last last uh, 35 minutes or so. Uh, what's moving the markets this afternoon? Well, good afternoon, Rob, and thanks again for having me on. You know, on any given day, sometimes there's no explanation. I, I think there is one here, though. Uh, I think that the, that the average investor is starting to 
believe that the Fed may start to lower uh, their 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 uh, interest rate hikes uh, starting with this next meeting, December fourteenth. It was thought a few weeks ago that they'd have another three quarter point um, raise, but now it seems like sentiment is down to a half half percent, which is where we're at here at MJP Capital. So you know we do think that the the Fed is going to going to slow their roll a little bit here, and that is uh, buoying stocks a little bit, along with some pretty good earnings from Best Buy. But I think that's a minor thing compared to the macro uh, view that the market is starting to believe that the Fed is getting to the end of their of their um, rate hikes. This is a holiday week, so trading activity is going to be muted, especially uh, tomorrow and Friday. And uh, I guess the next big market mover will be when the uh, minutes from the last Fed meeting are released, and you get kind of a window into what the central bankers are thinking. Yeah, you've got some hints already um, uh, from Powell, and, 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 and there's going to be a couple other Fed governors that are going to speak later today, so people will be watching that as well. But I think the, the, big, the big thing is that we have a jobs report coming out next a week from Friday. That's going to give them a lot of information as far as where we're at for unemployment. If it ticks up towards 4%, I think it's, it's, we're going to be comfortable with the, with the half percent rise. If, if we have a strong jobs report, which is kind of funny because, you know, normally you want a strong jobs report, right, to, for the market. But right now, because we're watching the Fed, you kind of want it to come in a little bit on the weak side so that so it, it almost guarantees they only do a half percent um, on December 14th. So we'll see that a week from Friday. In the meantime, there's not a whole heck of a lot else coming out. So you've got that jobs report, and then you've got the Fed December 14th, and, and, and that will be what drives the market in the next few weeks. And then you have kind of a mixed picture on those earnings reports. Uh, Best Buy, better than expected, but uh, Zoom and Dollar Tree especially uh, coming in below expectations. Uh, what kind of picture does that paint of the economy? Well, Dollar Tree is the one that's surprising because, you know, you hear that consumers are trading down, and yet now Dollar Tree does, you know, has a, you know, a poorish um, report. Uh, so what do, you, what do you get from that? Well, I mean, there, there is definitely um, some sentiment that, that, that consumers are, are on the weak side. But they're, maybe they're not quite as weak as, as shopping at, at, at a dollar store. So, you know, the, the sweet spot seems to be the places like Walmart that are, are holding up very strong. Um, so we'll have to see when, when the retail sales come in uh, for the holidays. And uh, we, we do think that they're going to they're gonna be better than expected. We do expect a small year-end rally, not, nothing like we, we see in some years, but maybe back a little bit above 4,000. But caution investors that there's a lot of headwinds right now, and those are not going away anytime soon. And until inflation gets under control, we're, we're going to be stuck around 4,000 here for a while. And, and it sets up for a, a, a next year being probably a fairly flat year with some volatility. But, you know, if you're a long-term investor, this is a time to dip your, your feet in. Short-term, uh, you know, it's basically dependent on where, what the Fed's going to do. So we'll have to see. But, but long-term, it's not a, not a problem buying here. 
Michael Palumbo, founder of MJP Capital, author of the book Calculated Risk, based in Chicago. Thanks for joining us today. Coming up next in Travel Tuesday, getting the most out of a family trip. Planning for the future. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. This is one of two weeks out of the year when you can say you're going over the river and through the woods to get to grandmother's house. But a lot of people are doing it uh, through the air or on the road. Let's get some help in making those family trips a success from Cindy Richards, editor-in-chief of SheBuysTravel.com, based in Chicago. Cindy, thanks for joining me today. And uh, you're on the phone, so you can't see the gray hairs on the side of my head, but uh, I'm an experienced uh, traveler with uh, young children. And uh, you know what? They're actually very good travelers. I'm going to brag on them right now. They're very good in airports and on airplanes. They deal with uh, lots of different issues with uh, with panache and aplomb, so I'm, I'm very proud of them for that. But uh, that's like 90% of traveling with kids is just keeping them occupied, and that's especially important when airports are especially busy this week. Oh, absolutely. Airports, cars, it doesn't matter. you got to keep the kids occupied. And, you know, its uh, I was never a big believer in um, distracting kids with electronics. But when they're on a plane or in a car and it's a long trip, Give them the iPad. It it works every time. Oh, you you, you know what? I mean, as snack. as a, as a as a, before you have kids, you have a lot of thoughts on. Well, don't give them the electronic pacifier, <laughs> yeah. and then you that you see a lot of things before you have kids, and then you have them, and then you under understand why they're so important. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know what? Equally important is to keep them powered up. So make sure you have um, some way to plug it in if it starts starts to die in the middle of the movie they don't you don't want that so either an external battery pack with you or if you're in the car make sure you have a jack that's going to plug into your car somehow if it's not a usb our kids are off uh, their school's off the entire week and uh, some of their friends uh, left on week-long thanksgiving trips uh, early sunday morning so clearly they have listened to the advice about uh, if you want to avoid delays leave on the first flight Smart people. Yes, absolutely. You know, really, though, most people drive on Thanksgiving. They don't fly. And, you know, so there there are also ways to avoid a little of the traffic when you're when you're driving. And that really also involves leaving early in the morning. It's not fun to get a bunch of kids up and get them in the car. But to get out of the city, especially before traffic gets too bad, it's really important. And I'm a big believer, especially on these really busy weekends like this, allow a little extra time and think about taking something besides the interstate. You know, those little um, old highways, the little blue lines on the map, um, you know, that go through towns and stuff. It might take you a little bit longer, but it's a lot less frustration because I just listened to the traffic report and it's backed up forever right on the Borman. So you could maybe take Ridge Road through northwest Indiana and stop a little bit at stoplights, but at least you're not going to be just sitting there wondering when you're ever going to take off again. Well, Cindy, I mean, the the Borman Expressway in northwest Indiana is in a permanent state of uh, being jammed up. I mean, I think there's an eight-mile traffic jam at 4 a.m. on Christmas morning. It's just That's just the way it is there. But I'm a big fan of the Dunes Highway. If if we ever find, when we find ourselves going to uh, southwest Michigan, always get off in Gary and then go through Michigan City and the Indiana Dunes uh, National Park. That's always a fun little uh, and it's a really side journey. Drive to boot, yeah, especially in the fall. Um, you know, the other the other tip I wanted to make sure people know. Uh, you know, I've just been driving a lot back and forth to Michigan, 
And the gas prices change significantly when you cross the state line. So I'm a big believer, especially with gas prices right now, is look at your Gas Buddy app. And when you're approaching the state line, you might find out it's cheaper to buy gas before you cross the state line or cheaper to wait until after. So you want to check the app to see where's the cheapest gas. It might be behind you. It might be right in front of you. Cindy Richards, editor-in-chief of SheBuysTravel.com, based in Chicago. Thanks for joining us today. Join us this time tomorrow for Personal Finance Wednesday. And still to come, calling all seniors. They want you to join the restaurant industry. The news affecting your money. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. As the restaurant industry struggles to fill empty positions, there may be an untapped part of the population that could come to the rescue. Let's get the thoughts of Izzy Karish, president of Hospitality Works, a.k.a. the restaurant coach based in Chicago. Izzy, thanks for joining us this afternoon. We have two problems taking place in the workforce right now. You have uh, retirees who may be having second thoughts about hanging it up for good and restaurants who are no doubt looking for people. So why not get these two groups together? In that 60, 65, 70 range, the restaurant industry is waiting for you to come back to work. And uh, what types of positions are we talking about here? I mean, a a 68-year-old or a 69-year-old waiting tables, or is there a less uh, labor-intensive position waiting for you? You know, there's lots of positions, but the ones that, you know, I'm currently placing people 60, 65, 70, uh, a lot of people want to just be the host and greet people at the door and get them seated and have that social contact and still, you know, be making money and doing something during the day. And I have actually a number of people who have always loved cooking and we have them working in positions of prep, learning how to Uh, get better knife skills and produce new things and learn new recipes. So it's fun. Uh, it's it's the more relaxing of the positions, but boy, do we need help in the restaurant business? And those are key positions for us to fill. And and what what's the the the, the pace of activity? I mean, I'm I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to imagine grandma or grandpa inside the kitchen in the restaurant in the bear. Um, it's not like that. No, it's not like that. Typically, again, we have those people uh, who are a little slower or going to work in prep or just learning. You know, we have them in support positions. So they're back uh, in the prep room. They're increasing their knife skills. They're learning new things. And again, a lot of great social activities. So it's better than sitting at home and you you really feel needed. And again, in the host position, greeting people at the door. And if it's a lot of walking, the restaurant will have a support person there to take people to the table. They just want you to greet people, make them feel great for coming in. And you can make a little extra birthday money along the way, too. Absolutely. Izzy Karish, president of Hospitality Works, a.k.a. the restaurant coach based in Chicago. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. If you missed any part of today's show, you can go to our stream and just skip back to the time you want. There's a pause and rewind function that works both online and with the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.